Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Whilst writing Wrestling Curiosities, I've come across some weird and wonderful wrestling nuggets of information that, whilst I really want to share with you, just weren't enough to talk about for a full episode. So, in this, the penultimate edition of this series of Wrestling Curiosities, I've gathered a few of my favourites. You could call this the Honourable Mentions episode. Those times where professional wrestling has impacted our culture in ways that you probably didn't know. Make yourself a drink, brace yourself for some really harsh gear changes as we present short, tall tales of wrestling curiosities. We start deep, deep in the jungle. We're about to witness a pro wrestling encounter between Great Ape Turkoz and Tarzan. Tarzan rushed upon the waiting Turkoz. What little advantage the ape had over the man in brute strength was almost balanced by the latter's wonderful quickness and agility. Scarcely had they fought a dozen seconds. They were rolling upon the ground, striking, tearing, and rending. Two great savage beasts battling to death. Tarzan of the Apes was written by Edgar Rice Burroughs and first published in 1912. By now, we all know, be it through books or movies featuring far too much Phil Collins, the story of Tarzan, the boy who grew up in the jungle amongst the animals. The author, the aforementioned Burroughs, didn't have much experience of living in the jungle since he lived most of his life in a Chicago townhouse. He did know, however, a thing or two about pro wrestling. When he wasn't writing fiction, some of Edgar's non-fiction work included accounts of wrestling matches that he'd been to see, attending fights between Chicago-based greats like Alibaba and Everett Marshall was a real thrill for Burroughs, and sometimes you would see and hear that wrestling passion drift into some of his fiction work. In 1937, he penned a short story called The Resurrection of Jimberjaw. It's about an aviator who discovers a caveman frozen in the ice, thaws him out, and introduces him to modern life. The caveman gets a grip with society, he falls in love, and takes on a lucrative career as, yes, you guessed it, a professional wrestler. Wrestling even appears in Burroughs' most famous work. You have been hearing excerpts from Chapter 12 of Tarzan of the Apes, Man's Reason. And we go now to the conclusion of that chapter and that fight between Tarzan and Turkoz. Tarzan's arm was passed beneath Turkoz's arm from behind, and his hand and forearm encircled the back of Turkoz's neck. It was the half-Nelson of modern wrestling, which the untaught ape-man had stumbled upon. He struggled to encompass a similar hold with the left hand. 
and in a few moments, Turkaz's bull neck was creaking beneath a full Nelson. Slowly, the bullet head of the ape was being forced lower and lower upon his chest. Tarzan knew what the results would be. In an instant, the neck would break. Then there came to Turkaz's rescue the same thing that had put him in these sore straits, a man's reasoning power. Tarzan let him up, and in a few minutes, all were back at their vocations, as though naught had occurred to mar the tranquility of their primeval forest haunts. So there we see Tarzan using the full Nelson wrestling hold to great effect in fiction. But in non-fiction, where did the full Nelson wrestling hold come from? For that, we need to travel now to October 21st, 1805, and join in progress the Battle of Trafalgar. 27 of Britain's finest warships fire on the Franco-Spanish fleet just off the southwest coast of Spain. Leading Britain into battle aboard HMS Victory was decorated Vice, Vice Admiral, the Right Honourable Lord Horatio Nelson. They were outnumbered by Napoleon Bonaparte's fleet under the command of Lord Villeneuve, but that did not stop them hitting them with everything they had. They used a strategy devised by Lord Nelson, where the ships surrounded and closed in, which meant they were able to defeat their Franco-Spanish enemies, despite being outnumbered. However, during this battle, Nelson was shot by a French musketeer and died, ending the life of one of history's greatest leaders. Lord Nelson was honored through professional wrestling. Now, the theory is that Nelson family of wrestling holds were devised by an Englishman, possibly out of Norfolk, and aimed in respect to Lord Nelson. The visual surrounding his opponent and trapping the arm, the same way that Lord Nelson surrounded the enemy fleets that day in the Battle of Trafalgar, is one of the strongest theories supporting why this hold is called the Full Nelson. The other theory was because Nelson was missing an arm, and by trapping your opponent's arm in a Nelson lock, you were essentially doing a Nelson, which seems a little bit meaner spirited than the former explanation. Napoleon's fleet fell at Trafalgar, but one of Napoleon's soldiers was about to rise in the wrestling world. We briefly mentioned Napoleonic soldier Jean Expreat in the last episode. He is the guy who established a series of very effective rules in modern wrestling that took it out of the dark days and made it into an attraction sport. Expreat was the first to organize a wrestling circus troupe, a cast of incredible wrestling characters that challenged regular people to defeat them in grappling contests that were fought under Expreat's newfangled wrestling rules. Circus wrestling in the 1800s brought us larger-than-life characters like Edward the Steel Eater, Gustav the Bone Wrecker, the Ox and Ed Decker, the Little Wonder from Vermont. The latter was actually a wrestling attraction presented by P.T. Barnum, a.k.a. The Greatest Showman. Barnum Circus was gaining a lot of notoriety and wrestling seemed an ideal addition to that beautiful nonsense. 
Barnum was fascinated by Ed Decker. He was five foot six, 150 pounds, and a master of collar and elbow wrestling. During the show, Barnum would bring out the small, stocky Decker and offer $100 to the audience member who could fell their wrestling champion. Also up for grabs was $50 if you merely remained upright for three minutes in competition with Decker. Now, Ed Decker did not look like a world beater, and that is me being incredibly nice. So obviously, many members of the audience every single time were more than up for the challenge. I can report that approximately $0 were dished out, and about 100 people over the years got dropped by Decker. P.T. Barnum eventually mixed things up by bringing in more professional wrestlers to compete alongside and against Ed Decker. Guys like John McMahon, no, no relation, a former soldier who had learned the art of catch-as-catch-can wrestling, and the wild men of Borneo, Wayno and Plutano, aka Barney and Haram Davis, identical twins from Connecticut. P.T. Barnum relished pro wrestling very much like Jeanic Sprayatz. Some would argue because of their knack for creating costumes and gimmicks and storylines for their performers, they were very much the fathers of sports entertainment. It was the showmanship of professional wrestling that was displayed in the carnivals that saw the sport grow from the big tops to the stadiums. Very much like the stadium Edgar Rice Burroughs stood in one evening in Chicago to write about his favorite pastime. Which brings us neatly back to where we started. These are just a few of the hundreds of wrestling curiosities, tales and events that may have been forgotten by the wrestling world, but certainly helped to shape it. Next week is the final episode of Wrestling Curiosities for this series, and we will end on a fantastical, mythological high. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 